This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. The reason people are so upset on social media right now is not because the Marine on the battlefield let someone down. That service member has always rose to the occasion, done extraordinary things. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying, we messed this up. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny on your on the Patriot Cause. I apologize for not being around the last five days and doing the podcast. A lot of things happening. Went to a wedding. No excuse. But I'm here today. And what we're going to talk about specifically is the Marine Corps. The importance of the military justice system, better known as us Marines, the Uniform Code of Military Justice. And it's not like being in the civilian world. When a military person diverts from the rules and the laws in the military, then the military has the right to try that person. Good, bad, or indifferent. But I am here to tell you with the 20 years of experience in the Marine Corps that the military justice system is very good. Overall, it is very good and does a great job. And I'm going to explain to you why that is the case. The introduction clip that you heard was from... Lieutenant Colonel that was brought to justice because he decided to go on Facebook and talk bad, I guess that's the word you want to use, about the Marine Corps leadership. And those of you that are civilians don't understand that Lieutenant Colonel Scheller did the right thing to a certain point. He has the freedom of speech, and the military believes in that. However, it's a lot more complicated than what you're talking about eliminating or coming down on somebody's freedom of speech. The Marine Corps did not take away his freedom of speech. And I'm going to explain to you why. They did not do that. However, he was sentenced, and he received a sentence which I felt, and a lot of Marines feel, is justice. That's very hard for a civilian person to understand because, yes, he's right. What he's saying is right. 
that the senior leadership will not stand up for their mistakes that they made in Afghanistan. So he spoke out. But the question is how he spoke out. That's the difference between being in the military and being in the civilian world. If you're upset about something and you make your way to Fox News or some radio show, you can just speak your mind. That's not how it works in the military. And I'm going to explain that to you. So before we get started, I'm going to play this clip from a news organization, not Fox News, a local news organization in North Carolina where he was sentenced. And after this, then we'll talk about court-martials. What is a court-martial? Understanding a military court-martial. We're also going to talk about the facts about the Marine Corps, give you a better understanding, and quotes from the past, from leaders in the past that quoted or talked about the Marine Corps. Last but not least, you got to hear this one, the Bonehead Award. So take a good listen to this clip. Well, the court martial trial for Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller ended this morning. The judge made his final decision just after 9 a.m. Now, nine on your side, Cheyenne Pagan was there for the trial and joins us live outside of Camp Lejeune. Cheyenne, what happened today? Angie, as we reported yesterday, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller pled guilty to all the charges against him, and the, the judge accepted that plea. The sentencing took place this morning. Scheller will receive a letter of reprimand and lose $5,000 from a month of pay. That actually would have been two months of pay if it weren't for his pretrial confinement. Uh, we made our case. Um, you know, we left it all on the table, so we'll see what they do. Uh, I feel good about everything that I said. Lieutenant Colonel Scheller entered the courtroom just before 9 a.m. today. During the hearing, the judge had a few words to say before giving his final decision on the sentencing. The judge told Scheller that in the real world, people lose their jobs for situations like these, but in the military, they are criminal offenses. I think that the judge's comments you know, were very good because he recognized the, um, the seriousness and yet at the same time really focused on the specific context and circumstances here. The judge says he also recognizes Scheller's service to our country of more than 17 years. Scheller's defense team says they think the sentencing was fair. They say in the aftermath of this highly publicized case, the lieutenant colonel is going to figure out his next steps. He's going to you know, go back and take some time you know, for himself, some quiet time, uh, and then figure out what he's going to do next in his life. While the sentencing was unfolding, a Marine veteran was holding a flag and a sign with the lieutenant colonel's name on it outside of base since 5.30 in the morning. When asked why, he said he wanted Scheller to know he's not alone. We have a statement that we say, the Marines say that we leave no man behind. I want him to understand that there's other people, there's Marines that are behind him. The Secretary of the Navy will make the final decision on whether Scheller will be discharged honorably or under honorable circumstances. Reporting live in Jacksonville, Cheyenne Pagan 9 on your side. Okay, so this media group actually told the truth about what happened because they're there on the ground. And the difference is many people on the left especially wanted this person to be hammered 
because this is what the left is. They're woke. And I guarantee you, mark my words, I love everybody in all the military services, but I would have to doubt that this lieutenant colonel would have gotten the due justice from the court-martial that he got in any other service. I'm going to explain to you why. First, you have to understand the military court-martial system. There are three types of court-martials in the military. There's what is called a general court-martial. A general court-martial is the most serious one. It is made by a military judge and at least five jury members, which are usually military personnel. And usually they're the rank of the person that's being on trial. Not all the time, but usually. The proceedings can only be summoned by either the president, secretary of defense, commanding officer, general, or flag officer. So in other words, high-ranking people have to say, we got to take this person to a general court-martial. The possibility of sentence include dishonorable discharge and the death penalty. So this court-martial can actually sentence a military person to death. A general court-martial can be compared to a felony court. If a crime violates the military and state civilian law, the military member can be tried by both the military court and the civilian court. That's the only level that this can happen. The next level is called the special court-martial, which is exactly the court-martial that this lieutenant colonel was brought to. A special court-martial is made up of at least three officers and a military judge, which is usually a colonel. However, the accused can request to be tried by a military judge alone. And that's what happened here. He said, nope, just got to have the judge. This type of court-martial can only punish one for up to 12 months of confinement or lesser punishment, except for hard labor without confinement for more than three months, forfeiture of pay exceeding two-thirds pay per month, or any first forfeiture of pay for more than one year. So bottom line is they can hit this individual in their pocket. This level of court-martial can be compared to and is similar to a misdemeanor court in a regular civilian court. This last court-martial is called a summary court-martial, which, believe it or not, the majority of these court-martials in the military end up with this. It's the least serious court-martial, which consists of one commission officer, the court proceedings handle military personnel, and a punishment depends on the rank of the accused. So if you're a private, they may give you, you know, like 30 days of pay reduction, reducing rank, that kind of stuff. If you're like a staff sergeant or an officer, they may hit you a little bit harder. So the summary court-martial is usually where most people go. And this is the key. The civilian world will not understand, even on both sides, because Tucker Carlson said this was very bad what the military did to this colonel. I, I, I disagree with that because he doesn't know how the military justice system works. So he's fallen in line with the rest of them.
that says he should have never got anything. He should have walked out of there as a free man. I'm telling you, and I'll talk to you later about this, why that is not true. And before we get into that, I want to take a break so I can motivate you and get you up to the standards, as I call it, as United States Marine. We're dedicated. We're dedicated. So you can see that is what the Marine Corps really is. It is a highly dedicated environment, an organization that depends on each other every single day. Discipline matters to the Marine Corps. And when there's a break in that discipline, then the Marine Corps has to act. And that's what they did. But they did it justfully with this lieutenant colonel. He was charged with multiple charges. But the number one thing that they got him on was disobeying a lawful order by the Marine Corps. And he did that because he did not talk to his superior officers before he got on Facebook and basically disposed or showed what he would consider a failure. In the Marine Corps, we have a chain of command, which means we have officers that are at different levels. And every Marine, even a private in the Marine Corps, has the ability to refuse any kind of punishment all the way up until a general officer. He has the ability to face his general officer in a trial. And that's the good news. Because there may be some people in between there that don't see his situation the same as he does. So they have the ability. We have the ability as enlisted Marines 
to bring it all the way up to our commanding general. And this is what he did not do. He didn't take this issue that was concerning him through the normal change up to the commanding general. And therefore, he was court-martialed. He was not court-martialed, again, for the freedom of speech. He has the right to say whatever. He was court-martialed because the Marine Corps said, you need to stop this. And you need to get back into the chain, back into the system, so that your officers, especially your general, has the opportunity first, before the world hears, hears this, to help solve your problem. And he didn't do that. So that's why he was sent to a court-martial. And thank God it was a special court-martial because if they would have sent him to a general court-martial, he may be a lot worse off than he is today. So the bottom line is this is what he ended up with. He's going to be charged with about five grand, and he has been reprimanded to an officer. What that means is they put bad paper in his record book and it's going to be harder him harder for him to stay in the marine corps and or get another command and last but not least the secretary of navy could actually say which is possible considering that he is not becoming of an officer in the marine corps and get discharged which according to that lieutenant colonel from what i understand it doesn't matter to him whether he gets discharged or not. What does matter, which I make a big claim about this, this is an honorable person that spent lots of time in combat supporting you, liberties and all that stuff. He does not deserve a other than honorable discharge. He needs to have an honorable discharge with the fact of being reprimanded and he just doesn't move any further in the Marine Corps. But that's Again, that's my point of view. And we'll have to wait and find out how that comes out. So what is the Marine Corps? Why do we do what we do? So think about this. The Marines were formed before the U.S. won our independence from the British. The Marine Corps was actually formed before America was America. The Marine Corps was born in a pub, a bar. Absolutely. I wonder why. Because it takes tremendous courage, tremendous ability to be in the Marine Corps. Not saying you got to be a drunkard. That's not the point I'm making. It was just during the time frame that that was the people that could get paid and go out and fight the fight. They're nicknamed Leathernecks, Jarheads, and Devil Dogs. So we got all these nicknames, and it's tremendous to a Marine to be called any one of those. Leathernecks was because we had these big leather collars on the ship, and when the enemy would come onto the ship with their swords, they could chop our neck off because we had these big leather collars. A jarhead is the white cap that we wear for the Marine Corps dress blues. You know that blue uniform that looks extra sharp? Well, that white cap on top of it looks like a jar, a jar head, you know, a cap for a jar. And that's why it's called that. Devil Dogs, awesome, awesome. I love that we earned this. During Bella Wood in the first war in 1918, 
the Marine Corps fought Germans, tremendous amount of Germans, and the Germans called this Tufa Honda, which relates to English term of devil dog, and that's why we have it. The first American to orbit the Earth was a Marine. Yes, John Glenn was a United States Marine. Why was he the first one? Because he was a Marine. That's what I believe. And this is the quality of people that we produce in the Marine Corps to get the job done. All right, so let's move on. I want to talk about some quotes. So to give you a better understanding of how tremendous the Marine Corps is, and how ingrained we are to take care of our own, even this lieutenant colonel. The Marine Corps actually took care of this lieutenant colonel in his situation. And let me explain to you why. Because we take care of our own. We make sure justice is the right justice. And that's what they did. So here's some quotes that you may or may not have heard about. There are only two kinds of people that understand Marines. Marines and the enemy. Everyone else has a second-hand opinion. And that's true. Unless you've been in the Marine Corps and or seen the bullets coming from the Marine Corps, you haven't got a clue who the Marine Corps is. That's from General William Thornson, a U.S. Army general, said this. The Marines have seen around the world have their cleanest bodies the filthiest minds, the highest moral, and the lowest moral of any group of animals I have ever seen. <laughs> you got to laugh about that, right? We're just a bunch of animals, right? Thank God for the United States Marine Corps. Any idea who said that? You're not going to believe this. Eleanor Roosevelt, the first lady of the United States in 1945, after World War II. Even she recognized the value of the Marine Corps. Some people spend an entire lifetime wondering if they made a difference in the world, but the Marines don't have that problem. Ronald Reagan, 1985. That is true. I know I made a difference. I spent 20 years in the Marine Corps. I train young men that are still fighting today, still in the Corps today. And I have a problem wondering if I made a difference, especially in the United States. Don't you forget that your first Marines, not all the communists in hell, can overrun you. That is from Chesty Puller. And that's true. We're Marines. Bring it on. Bring all the communists against the Marine Corps. And I guarantee you, they can't overrun us. They don't have the fortitude. Last but not least, you can not exaggerate about the Marines. They're convinced to the point of arrogance that they are the most furious fighters on the earth, and the amusing thing about it is that they are. This is from a chaplain, a chaplain, a preacher, if you don't know what a chaplain is, that was part of the Korean War with the 1st Marine Division. Yes, we're arrogant. Of course we're arrogant. We have to be. We have to face tremendous enemy. And we have to stand tall as a brotherhood together to fight it. Now listen to this one. 
I am convinced that there is no smarter, handier, or more adaptable body of troops in the world. That is from Winston Churchill. Smarter, handler, or more adaptable. Winston Churchill. So even the other nations understand what a Marine is. We are together, and the reason we're together is because we never, ever leave a Marine behind, and we always support each other. And that's why we win wars. The deadliest weapon in the world is a Marine and his rifle. Listen, I'm going to repeat that. The deadliest weapon in the world is a Marine and his rifle. That is from General John Blackjack Pershing. He was the general in charge of the U.S. Army during World War II. I'm sorry, World War I. He was the man. He knew what the Marine Corps was all about. So you have to understand, the Marines are the Marines, and we're going to be judged by the Marines. We're not going to be judged by some civilian, left-wing, out, whatever, and be thrown in the brig like the 300-plus people that were considered insurrections in the Capitol. Their rights were trampled on. Marine Corps doesn't do that, and they never will do that. Last but not least, the Bonehead Award. You've got to listen to this. This is a used to be Marine, and he has issues with, you know, kind of like being in the Marine Corps. And I can understand his feelings, but I can debunk what he's saying in a heartbeat. So take a good listen to this bonehead. This is not only for the Marine Corps, but also life in general. Um, but what I'm saying is don't go into the military with all this motivation where, where you guys are so blinded by the commercials, where you guys are so blinded by you know what people are saying and what you see on YouTube and, and whatnot because essentially a lot of that's sugarcoated. And like I said, my channel is not here to sugarcoat things. It's here to tell the reality. A lot of times in boot camp and in training, whatever, motivation is not there. None of, it, none of that is there. And in fact, people who are, the, who are the most motivated individuals going into the military are probably the biggest crap bags, because Google saying I can't cuss, so I can't crap cuss, okay, in the military. They end up becoming one of those really salty people because it didn't, things didn't turn out uh, the way they did. The reason this guy had a hard time, and he said, well, I was motivated to go in the Marine Corps. Why was you motivated? I guarantee you. He wasn't motivated because of the United States serving his country. He's motivated because he's got to get something out of it. It's selfishness. It's about, about him. Marine Corps is not like that. As a Marine drill instructor, I spent three years training individuals to break down this selfishness, this it's all about me and to become a cohesive unit, a band of brothers together. And this is what the Marine Corps is. Yes, people make it in the Marine Corps and they can't become really part of this band of brother concept. And that's okay. Get the hell out. But this is what he's, he's telling people, don't join the Marine Corps 
or any service because it's going to let you down. No, it's not. You're letting your country down because you're coming into the service with a bad idea, a bad concept that it's about you. It's not about you. It's about America and more and more people from this society are coming into the Marine Corps thinking it's a job. It's not a job. It's a lifestyle. It's an experience. It is the greatest event that any individual serving in the military is the greatest event that any, mil any person can actually become part of because they're actually doing something to serve their country. The only other people in this world that are even close to that are the first responders, the police, and so forth. They go into that environment the same way as the military. It's not about them. It's about saving people. It is not selfishness. It is doing the job to save others. In the military, we save America and we save freedom. That's the bonehead that you just heard. He doesn't understand that. Thank God he is no longer in the military. Please share the podcast, thepatriotcause.com. Go to the website, thepatriotcause.com, or you can get on Apple, any of the podcast apps on your phone. Ask you to share it wide. I thank you so much for joining the Patriot Cause and sharing this voice because many people don't ever get the truth through the media. I do the research so you don't have to. This is the Gunny out.